I'm telling you right now, I was listening to your show and we're going to have a discussion because something came up in your show that we are going to talk about. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right. And it's, and it's, um, Mafi, right? Mafi, yes. Mafi. Okay. Um, Mafi Salazar. I don't want to, I don't want to butcher that because you know, the gringo is going to screw it up. Oh my God. It's like, we can talk about my name too. <laughs> oh yeah. We're, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the whole thing. Hello, friend. You're listening to the Edited for Content Show, a place where we try to understand a topic by extracting truth from theater. If you like this podcast, let me know, share it, and come back again. Welcome to the show, Mafe Salazar, from her own podcast show, Spanglish. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you so much for having me. I am so, so grateful for you. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm grateful for you. I, so I listened to your show and I, we're going to, I want you to introduce yourself and I want you to kind of go through your story for my fans, but I want to tell them how I came across you. So, um, when I saw you on Wildcast, right. Or go wild or whatever it is. And I went and I saw your show and I listened to your show and I saw what you do. I think that you're bringing language and people together and trying to understand each other is just an amazing thing. So what made you decide to do this? Because I think it's very, you're very unique in the sense that you went from Venezuela to Vancouver, Canada. (laughs) So your immigration's like, yeah, that United States thing, that ain't for me. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to leapfrog that. I'm going to go and just go to Canada instead. So how did you get from Venezuela to Canada? And how did you come up with the show? Oh, my God. Um, this is like such a long story, but I'm going to try to make it short. So basically, I think since I was in when I graduated high school, like my my family wanted me to go somewhere like at least for a year. And I was like, No, like, all my friends are here. Like, I just want to stay here. Um, Anyways, I stay there. And then when I was like, in like second year, I had like, again, like the urge of like leaving. But then I was like, "Mm, maybe not like I still have my friends here. And then I was starting with my boyfriend at the time. So like, it didn't make sense for me to go. But then I graduated university and my 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 gift was a, a trip to Australia. So like I went there for two months and then when I came back, I'm like, okay, like I wanna live somewhere else for a year. So how I got to Vancouver was that I wanted to again like live somewhere for a year. So I wanted to go to Dublin. And then I don't know why, but it was like very hard for Venezuelans to get visas to Dublin at that time, just because like there was like a lot of um, a lot of people like immigrating there. So it was like it was getting harder and harder to get a visa there. So I was like, OK, like not Europe. Where should we go? Um, so we thought San Francisco. And then we were like, you know what? Like it's if we want to stay there, it's not as easy. Like you would have to like jump mm-hmm. through like so many loops and everything if you want to if you wanted to stay there. So I remember that the agency that we were doing our paperwork with and everything, they were like, why don't you go to Canada? And I'm like, are you insane? <laughs> like, I I cannot live, like, I've been living my whole life in like 25 degree weather, which is, I don't know, what would it be for you guys? Like 70? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're talking about Celsius. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So 25 Celsius, that would be like around like 70, 80 Fahrenheit. So like very comfortable, very nice weather. Right. And then you wanted me to go to somewhere where it's snowing all the time. And then I have to wear a parka every day. (laughs) So I was like, no, like no way. Like Canada's like out of the question. Like it's not going to happen. And then the girl that, um, that we were talking with, she was like, why don't you guys check out Vancouver? Like it's not that bad right okay sure (laughs) um my thing was that I just wanted to go somewhere so Mm -hmm. the one that did all the research and everything was my ex and he was like I think I really like this city like we should just give it a try and I was like all right like I'll go wherever like I don't care so landed in Canada supposedly for one year seven and a half years later I'm still here (laughs) and um so like 
working in restaurants, now working in an office now, I just feel that there's always, everywhere that you go, it's, yes, like very diverse. Like Vancouver is like very diverse. Like mm-hmm. There's people from a lot of places, but you can still like experience like some sort of like culture shock. And obviously like people do things how they do it over here and we do things how we do it over there. So like trying to like integrate that and to like navigate that, it was very interesting and like kind of what inspired me to create um, the Spanglish show. And also because just like telling stories of like different people, because like, yeah, we're all immigrants, but we all have different stories. Like we all have different experiences and, and different ways of like handling the same situation. Oh, for sure. For sure. So you stayed for seven. Did he stay for seven or did he go back? No, he's back home. (laughs) That's awesome. You're like, I'm going to stay. I'm not. So yeah. And your show. So of course the Spanglish show, which is on Spotify and Apple, right? Okay. Um, And then there's going to, I'm going to put show links into everything for you because I really hope people will take the time your episodes are just this wonderful combination of they're really exciting. They're short. They're really quick. Like, but it's so much information and it's like, and, and some of your guests are truly amazing, but I am going to call you out on something. So I, I've been sitting here and I've been thinking about this. I've been waiting for this day. (laughs) I'm telling you. So one of the things I found super interesting is that your show, you talk about like in your intro that, um, how you want to address kind of the challenges of immigration and language and things. And then you talk about um, Venezuela and you talk about, you know, just those struggles you had. So from an Anglo idiot like myself, I have to ask you this, what part of the challenge was figuring out what swimsuit to wear to the beach because it sounded like this was a big uh, cultural (laughs) thing where you had to I mean it was a big struggle for you to choose you know this because you know you were afraid that you were going to have I guess the match same swimsuit you wore before what was that episode what is wrong like I'm like wait a minute what does this have to do with culture you're like no 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 I have to choose the right bathing suit and I and I literally stopped and I'm like did I miss an episode? Are we, cause you're all Kardashian up now. Like that was your thing. So. No, no, no. So here's the thing. It's like, you have to, like when you're back home, you have to look a certain way because we, like, as I said, like we, in, in like one of my episodes, I think we are one of the countries with like most crowns, like Miss Universe crowns mm-hmm. um, and everything. So like, you feel like a certain pressure to look good like 100% of the time and like not even like 150% of the time. So like for me coming here and not having to worry about that, like that was what I was like going with. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I just worry about that. It's just like, so like, it's, it's such a relief, you know, like people here just like, just do their own thing. Like they don't like really care how you dress, but they do. Well, I was just so fascinated because, you know, you, you never hear the news or the media, you know, when they talk about this, the struggles and the tribulations of, you know, getting to this country about the swimwear. Like, you really don't hear a lot about that. So I was kind of curious. I'm like, wow, this show is really informative because I had no idea that was a problem <laughs> for immigration. It's not a really a problem for immigration. I was... <laughs> Oh, it was a Kardashian problem. It was like, because you're t- in that episode, you also talk about like, we all want to be the Kardashians. And I'm like, first of all, no. Second of all, that's funny. Because I'm because up until then, it was all about like culture. And you had that guest on that's like 10 years younger than you that yeah. you met that almost has your exact same story that you met in Canada, the whole nine yards. And then all of a sudden it went from culture, culture, culture to like, now look, swimwear. We got to talk about swimwear. <laughs> So I, I well, no, it, was, it was just more about like how how it makes you feel like the feel that you have when you are here with like people from here in Vancouver that they just like don't care where whatever if it's out of season whatever we don't care but um <laughs> yeah. when you go to like when you're back home you have to 
you know, like you have to basically be a Kardashian, like have a different outfit for like every day, because if not, like, how are you going to look good on your Instagram photos? <laughs> I'm, sh- oh my goodness. That is terrible because like, I literally was like, I said, I'm going to get her on my show. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, so you're officially a Canadian now because vanity has taken over because you're so worried about like, it's, it's official. You're going to a beach in Canada and you're all worried about the swimwear. So yeah, it's official, but I couldn't resist because it was really kind of this offbeat, but it did open my eyes in a little bit because we, there are cultural elements to wardrobe and things that people wear and how, um, but I think the thing that really impressed me or kind of shocked me was I didn't realize that in Venezuelan culture that it's really kind of judgy. Yeah, it is. It is pretty judgy. It's, um, and I don't even know how to describe it anymore because like I haven't experienced that in a very long time, but you feel that you have to put a lot more effort into your appearance than as if you would here. Like not saying that I'm not taking, um, (laughs) but I'm not taking care of myself or I'm not, or I don't care how I look. But when it comes to over there, like you try a lot harder than you do here. And is it really true that there's seven Miss Universes from Venezuela? I think so. Yeah. Wow. That's I. And I <laughs> so I don't watch. I'm, I'm. They're gonna take my man card, and that's fine. Whatever. I've never, <laughs> never watched like Miss USA, Miss Universe. I've never watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> well, I'm like whatever. And. I'm- that's the only thing that you need yeah well well, and for me it's like i don't know it's just not my thing and i don't care i guess is kind of the end of it so i didn't realize that um that many had actually come out of venezuela but i did find it interesting like you said like the kind of the the cultural judgy like everybody is kind of competing with each other all the time which is interesting to me because like when I think of South America, when I think of like Latin country, South America, I always think of like family and everybody getting along and like kind of a, a, a union, you know, or whatever. But it sounds like there's a little caddy going on there. Yeah, because we're sassy. We're just. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way to put it. We're sassy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're sassy and passionate. <laughs> that's the other thing that's funny. When you were talking about. Um, like how you slide in and out of Spanish when you're talking, right? Yeah. Or if you have trouble like associating a word in English to something that you want to say. So literally when you were talking about that on your show, all I could think about is when you guys get mad, there's no Spanglish. It switches. It's Spanish. Yeah. It's coming out hot and you better duck. <laughs> and if you don't get it, then that's a you problem. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, what did she say? I don't know, but she sounded really pissed. Like, (laughs) you know, and that's the thing. Do you, in working, find yourself kind of forcing yourself to speak English as opposed to just speaking English? Or is it now, after seven years, a lot easier for you to just go with it? Um. I think for me, I don't know. I think it's easier to just like go with it um, because the majority of my day it's in English. Like I work nine to five and everything that I do, like every communication that I, uh, yeah, every message that I exchange or everything is in English, but it's actually very interesting because I have a Mexican coworker. So between us, like we speak Spanglish. (laughs) Right. So it's it's just and then um but it's easy for me to just like speak english when i'm at the office that i will i think that if someone from i don't know from my life would come in and like would talk spanish to me like i would feel self-conscious almost i don't know it's it's so it's so weird but it's easy to like just ease into the language and just like have my life like the majority of my time like in english Mm -hmm. And I also use Spanish at home. So that's interesting because is that because you've been so long in kind of, and I, and everybody from Canada right now is going to shoot me and that's okay. I'll take the hit where you have almost this more of an English 
kind of a lifestyle or kind of a living where to be in a strictly Spanish environment, I think that's interesting that there's a little level of uncomfortable for you now because of that in terms of communicating in that realm. Like if you were in Venezuela doing it, you wouldn't, but because you're in Canada, it makes you, I think that's interesting. No. So like speaking Spanish in where I'm usually um, used to speaking English makes me kind of self-conscious because I feel that I'm not talking proper Spanish. So it's kind of like how I used to feel when I spoke English, like when I first moved here. Okay. So, so it's, it's weird. <laughs> it, that, no, but yeah, it's just interesting. And for those who are listening, who um, she has this beautiful dog with her. And so I have to show her that mine, mine just is laying there and he's tired. He's kind of his. <laughs> but she has this beautiful dog who keeps sticking his nose in and he's just like, what's up? Is it a boy <laughs> or a girl? He's usually, um, she's usually quieter, but we haven't had the chance to go exercising today. So she's like, what is happening? What is happening? Yeah, what are you doing? What are you spending time? So I was just saying that I just like, so if the dog comes up, you can go ahead. Of course, I got to be honest, you are small and that dog is going to eat you. <laughs> you don't care, Nia. He don't oh, care. Don't. He just don't care. Um, but anyways, uh, so you get this show, right? You start your show. You're meeting these amazing people. Where do you find, because one of the shows that I listen to, um, and I forget her name and I apologize, and of course you'll have to apologize for to her <laughs> for me, was she was the one who literally has lived everywhere she's from florida she go, went to um oh, Aust- chelsea. who is it chelsea chelsea rice yes so she goes to australia germany she's she's everywhere like but how <laughs> did you ever come across some of these guests like how do you find these people so her was interesting because i actually found her on another podcast um of a girl that i follow that she is from I don't remember where she's from, but um, I found her through like some other, I don't know, Instagram coach. And um, she was on the episode with this girl and I was like, oh, like sounds really interesting. And then I got into her podcast and then from her podcast, I started following her on Instagram. And then, um, yeah, we've been talking for, I don't know, like a year, but we haven't like met in real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, that's how it that's how I came across her. And that's I that's how I find like most of the people. I was like, oh, you're on someone else's Instagram page that I follow for whatever reason. This seems cool. You seem cool. Let's connect. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I just but like I said, you just have such this uh, your show is just so amazing. It's just got all this energy and it's like, where are you, you getting that? Well, no, it's just and it's really great. And I um I was kind of bummed because I didn't realize that there is only, oh, I can't even remember now. There's really not a, a ton of episodes yet. There's 10 episodes. Yeah. It's like, I'm just doing, I'm just doing seasons right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm literally like, I get to the end. I'm like, well, wait, what? No more West have more. And so it was just, but it was, um, like I said, they were really informative. They're a lot of fun. Um, I gotta be honest when you have a guest hopes, it bums me out. Cause it's like, no, where are you going? Like, no, no. Right. Yeah. So you're like, oh no, somebody else can do that this week. I'm, I got better things to do or whatever. I mean, what is that about? <laughs> we all need to rest. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. So aside from worrying about swimwear and working, what are you wor- really overdoing? Like, are you traveling? Are you, you know, are you on a no. book tour that we're not aware of? Like- oh God, no. <laughs> not yet. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't want to be an author. Um, so I also, I'm also a podcast manager. So like, that's my business, um, on the side, which is another reason why I started this podcast, like my podcast, um, because I wanted to just like basically show people what I was able to do in terms of like audio and, uh, marketing, which I haven't like really done a lot of marketing. Um, and just like, in general. Um, so like, like that takes me a lot of my time. And then as you saw, like I have a very big dog. Yes. (laughs) So she requires a lot of my time also. So we like, I have to take her out like every day. So I have a very like strict schedule 
And then whatever time off I have is just for social life <laughs> and sleeping. Social life. Oh, <laughs> back in the day. Um, so when, how many shows are you running then? Or how many shows are you, are you currently producing or? So right now uh, I'm focusing on, on podcast launches. Um, so right now I am launching one. Okay. And doing podcast management for one for, for one more person. So when can you talk about the launch or is it still a dirty secret and you can't mention it? I can't mention it's it. It's a dirty secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. So for those of you listening, you will have to follow her on Instagram and her um and her follow her show because we're the only way we're ever going to find out what this next show is if we keep following apparently and that's <laughs> fine whatever but um so in did they they come to you do you seek them out like how are you getting these shows to that you're kind of producing and i say producing you know producing is such an interesting term because when you think of producing like movies or music it's so different with podcasting right yeah. Like what is, yeah. what do you do for producing? So I don't, I'm not a producer in, in the sense of I am the ideas mm -hmm. um, to the, to the guests. I'm just basically taking everything behind the scenes, like from them, um, like any behind the scenes tasks, like this is basically that they, what they have to do, like just have the conversation. And then um, I'm just going to go mix the intro, the outro music, everything and upload it. And they just basically forget about it. Oh, that's what I do. Now, are you doing any of the booking or anything like that? Or no, no, no. So, uh, like, what I do and what I focus on is on repurposing content. So, like, if they have an Instagram live or if they have, like, uh, I don't know, a course or a Facebook live that they want to repurpose into a podcast episode, like, that's what I would do. Oh, okay. Or, or like, transcribe the show and into blog posts. The transcribing thing. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, so I have a hard time seeking the benefit in the transcribing thing. Is there benefit in it? I mean, like, I, it, okay. right? <laughs> I mean, like, I, so I have, um, I have 13, 14, I think I have 15 episodes. Uh, 13 just dropped today. And, I've never done the transcribing thing. I will do a blog oh, post that's like <laughs> kind of a, a, a summary of kind of like, you know, what we talk about and everything. I just can't do the full transcription. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's hard, right? It is. Yeah, it is hard. Um, it is hard because like, yeah, you input the audio into the, the, the website or the software, or whatever it is that you use. But then you still have to go through everything and read it so that it makes sense. And like sometimes it just doesn't because the conversation doesn't flow and or it doesn't have like the the I'm very anal when it comes to like punctuation mm -hmm. <laughs> or it doesn't like it doesn't sound good because it doesn't have like the right punctuation. I don't know. Well, yeah. And so basically you're grading your own work and it's and then it's frustrating because what the machine spit out was not even remotely close to what it was supposed to be. See, yeah. I can't do that. I can't, and I won't pay for the, I mean, some of those systems or some of those, you can get a low end system to do it. Yeah. But then you're spending hours fixing it or yeah. you can spend a high end and spend hours fixing it. Like there's no, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's, and so no, I've never, I don't do that transcription thing. I don't. Um, so, but like you don't really have to. Like that's, I guess. Like it all depends on the kind of podcast business, whatever it is that you want to run, and like what kind of content you want to create. Um, I still so think I'm finding my way. Like I'm still, yeah. like I don't, because I, when I first started this, it was really picking topics of things that I found interesting that I wanted to learn more about it and it's now become more about the people you know what I mean and more about the relationships and more about talking about you know things and um and I find I find people fascinating with the things they're doing like like your show and like what you're doing and um it's just 
sitting down with people. And of course, COVID played a huge role in this. Yeah. Because I, I guess I felt socially it was important to kind of reach out in a way, but I wanted to talk about cool things, you know, and like, and like for you, for example, I mean, you've traveled and you've been in some of the most beautiful places in the world. Let's be honest. I mean, Venezuela, Australia, Vancouver. I mean, you've, there's some really great places and you've done some really great things. And now you're bringing these really great people on your show, you know, but I think that more importantly is the, you're taking that cultural aspect with you and talking about trying to get people to kind of understand people. That's, that's noble. I mean, so you're taking, I don't know, you're just taking this great gift and you're turning it into something. And that's why I'm kind of, I'm like, you're like, well, it's just something I do, but my real gig is this. I'm like, no, 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 no. Focus on this. Don't focus on the other. Don't do that. Focus on what's important. Get me more episodes. That's what... <laughs> Okay. The short of this is. Get... I will. I will. I will. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I will. I promise. <laughs> yeah. With your dog and all your, your extra busy time, there's no more episodes. I can feel it. Yeah. There she, oh, look at that. The beautiful lab puppy. She literally just gave me the side eye and she's like, you realize you're taking away time. Like you realize that your nonsense is taking away me time. I just got the side eye for that. Yeah. The poor you did. Ba- you I did. So jealous. I know the poor baby. I'm like, give me a break. Um, so you, so in working and of course, you know, doing this and everything, what are, what do you kind of want to see from your show or kind of what would you like to have happen with your show? Honestly, like I just want to reach more people and I just want to make uh, people aware that we like struggle too. no, you know? Um, So I find it very interesting because I was talking to one of my girlfriends, um, couple of days ago and she was saying I really like your show on I really like your episode on passport privilege because it is something that I had not thought about or experienced because first of all like before my like her current boyfriend which is like one of my friends like I didn't even think about it because like I just have a Canadian passport and that's it and and I think that's very very important to just like not necessarily like burst people's bubble but um just like make them more aware and just have a little bit of more information when you first got to Canada did you feel that kind of outsider vibe or was it I mean were they embracing to you was I mean did they kind of embrace your culture and who you were or was it a struggle when you got there? Like they embrace the culture, but in, in Vancouver, usually groups are very closed. Like they don't like, it's very clicky. I want to say mm-hmm. um, almost. So everyone has like established their groups since I don't know ages ago so it's really hard for you to come like as a newcomer to just like connect with them just because they're like super tight and so I yeah I kind of felt like an outsider but like I don't know it kind of helped that I work that I work in the hospitality industry for for so long because like that's where like I made like most of my friends uh, from here Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I still feel like there's like a disconnect almost. I don't know. <laughs> like in what way though? Mm, I don't know. It's just, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of like an example. Um, but I, nothing comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, no, I just, cause I'm curious because you know, I mean, so I'm in Arizona, right? And when it comes yeah. to immigration, are you melting right now? <laughs> I, for the last umpteen years, my dear, like 
please are you kidding me um i was originally from oregon and moved to arizona in 98 and i'm gonna tell you right now yeah it's hot it's any and i laughed at you and your air conditioner because you're like no no no, i didn't sign up for this this is ridiculous this heat is ridiculous and i thought that was hilarious because you're like because you're all like it's like a hundred degrees and I had to buy an air conditioner. I'm like, sister, come down here. I will show you what, what heat is. You don't even know. So, but we, so we have, I mean, obviously immigration is a big thing here and cultural acceptance is, it's very unique. Arizona is very unique in the sense of you would think that Arizona was once Mexico. Okay. So it fascinates me how culturally the acceptance is so kind of split. You know what I mean? Like you have these groups that are super accepting and then you have these groups who are super not accepting. And that's interesting to me because it doesn't make any sense. So being in like Canada, which I know nothing of, I'm curious because culturally you are while you said it was a melting pot i can't believe that there's this huge or maybe i'm wrong a huge venezuelan population in vancouver british columbia like you know what i mean like it you know you want to talk about clicks i mean you're like a click of two i think it is right you and your roommate oh and the other one yeah so you like a click of three but um yeah yeah like culturally like it's just how does that translate? Because like I said, for us, you know, like if you were here, you'd be fine. Like you'd be fine. You know what I mean? But I can't imagine in Canada that there's this huge South American presence or is there? Um, there is, but it's not, there's not a lot of people from Venezuela here. Like it's, it's uh, like, we're, like a very small population compared to, for example, Mexicans or for people from El Salvador. Um, I don't know, like people, I think, I, I can only speak for Vancouver because it's really like the only place where I have right, interacted right. with people like in a daily basis. Um, people here are like very welcoming um, and they are very accepting, I think it's the word that I want to use. Um, when it comes to like culture and they really like, sometimes they take an interest, but again, there's like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but there's like a disconnect. Like, I don't know if, if it's because like of the immigration part or it's because of um, how we were raised or whatever. But like, I feel that I have like, sometimes that I have to explain myself a lot. Oh, yeah, when it comes to like immigration, because like people just like don't get it. Um, um, when it comes to like paperwork and stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I won't lie. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, have a clue. yeah, like, like yeah, like you don't know because like you don't have like you don't really have to do anything and you don't have to know. Right. Also, like it's, I don't know. It's like it's so it's kind of like they. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's just yeah. So it's like. You know, they're welcoming, but it's almost, you know. They're welcoming, but they're not going to welcome you at first as their best friend onto their group. Right. Kind of like what we would do. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, um, well, like back home. Right. Because Venezuela- like, hey, you're a new, like, new person. Come here, like, best friends forever. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're part of the family now, basically. Yeah, I've known you five minutes, and now you're coming for Christmas. Yeah. It just happens that way. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about food, okay? Yes. <laughs> so you go from probably what I, w- I want to say, some of the most exotic, flavorful dishes probably anywhere to Canada, (laughs) which is different, right? I mean, so what do you miss most as far as, because I I can't imagine there's anything remotely close to home cooking in Canada. Like there can't be, (laughs) right? Come on. 
Not really. <laughs> yeah, be careful because your mom may hear this. Hmm? <laughs> She'll be like, "Oh, really?" Hmm. <laughs> no, um, not really. I so my family. So my mom is from Colombia, but then she moved to Venezuela, and then I was born and raised in Venezuela. So my whole life, like I grew up with really good food. <laughs> um, because you know, like you. It's, it's just like, it's so good and it's like so fresh and yeah, it's homemade. And even if when you go like to a restaurant, it's homemade because it's not like a chain restaurant right. and everything is so good. And then you come here and it's like all food from, <laughs> all... from like big companies and like mashed potatoes that come in a bag. <laughs> exactly. All stamped out food. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Favorite dish that you miss from home. Um, it's not like really a favorite dish because like we can basically find everything here. It's, I think what I miss is just the feeling of being at the beach eating oh. like with like shorts and a t-shirt and, you know, like flip-flops, hair down and just like having like, uh, um, there's like a malt beverage that we have um, on one hand and then the empanada on the other hand. <laughs> That's what I miss because like we can make those, um, we can make those things here. Like we can make empanadas, we can make arepas, we can make like our typical dish is something called pabellón, which is rice, black beans, shredded beef, plantain, and sometimes an egg. Um, so like you can find that here and you can make it at home and you can make it taste like home. But it's not going to be the same feeling. Are the plantains, are they different flavor there? Is there like, like a little different flavor? No. No, they're the same. So I So there's bananas and there's plantains. Right. No, no, no. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, no. Hey, I ain't that white. I knew that there was a difference. Come on now. <laughs> the reason I ask is because I was in St. Lucia and I had bananas in St. Lucia. Right. Yeah. We won't even talk about the mangoes. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> so I had bananas in St. Lucia and they were just the most amazing thing I've ever had in my entire life because they weren't sprayed in chemicals. They weren't waxy. They weren't. And the flavor was so just, um, it was so amazing. Because you get them from closer because here you like, they have to like import every single tropical fruit ever right exactly so, no absolutely right exactly and that's why i was wondering if the plantain was different because it'd be mm -hmm. more fresh where down right you see what i'm saying like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so it's that's why i was kind of curious because when i was in saint lucia and then the taking the like mangoes and oh gee many christmas are you kidding <laughs> me like come on um oh, yeah mangoes are definitely um like another level because back home like there's like mango season where you can go you're just walking on the street and then there's like a tree full of mangoes and there's like mangoes on the street that you can just take and wash and eat them right and they're fa and they're flavorful and they're wonderful and yeah okay yeah. whatever just brag it's fine <laughs> you know, like, you know. um it's, I, haven't, I haven't been back home since i moved here so it's okay <laughs> is that i'm drooling can i like, can I ask why? Um, honestly, it's just I I haven't wanted to, and also I haven't had the need. Like, whenever I'm meeting with my family, last time I met them, they were in Colombia. Just because, like, the the political situation and everything there is oh. just out of control, and also there's a <laughs> like the currency in general like the, there's like so much inflation that everything like the price of everything changes every single day and it's just easier and it's not as easy to travel to venezuela than it is to travel like anywhere else um because there's only i believe there's only like four countries that are traveling to to venezuela right now mm -hmm. which is panama mexico dominican republic and turkey so if you want to go to Europe. <laughs> oh, so you couldn't, I see what you're saying. So you have to yeah, find like, an alternate like, route. 
yeah so basically like i have to like i have to buy my flight from whatever like those countries with a venezuelan airline and then um and then buy like like regular like a ticket to wherever it is that i'm going to oh wow yeah like it's i don't even know it's probably like two days of travel just because of the um the amount of like layovers and things that you have to do wow it's crazy yeah no and you wouldn't like to think of that it's like you don't you know sometimes we don't think of things like that like just a simple to get home for you is like I have to go to like three different countries just to get home. Like that's unreal, you know? And I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, so language, I want to talk about language for a minute because <laughs> that's your specialty. And I've been thinking about this for days and I was trying to decide if I was going to confess or not. And I think I'm, I'm going to have to. So I've taken Spanish seven times. Yeah. Seven. Um, not good not good not good not good no bueno (laughs) no no yeah yeah what you said so (laughs) you know how to say beer chocolate and shopping in spanish well cerveza is like yeah like i can't do chocolate or like yeah no i don't know the rest like no i can now i can order coffee Cafe con, yeah, cafe con leche con leche i can order coffee i can get coffee i can get a table mesa para dos I can get a table for two. That's all. Yeah. So I can get a table for two. I can get a beer and I can get a coffee. I figure I'm good. Like there's nothing else I need. Yeah. And for everything else, just point. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, Why is it for some people so difficult to grasp one of the most I want to say world renowned, but at the same time, it's really kind of a, it's kind of surprises me that Spanish isn't the second largest language. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like just by sheer volume of people who speak it, like, you know, so for me and, and I'm not an idiot. I mean, I'm educated. I should be able to figure this out, but apparently I can't. But why is that? And why is it that it's really super difficult for a lot of people to be able to speak the language? So I think when it comes to language, you have to, in order to really learn the language, you have to be really immersed in the culture or in the, in the, um, in the place where they speak it. Because yeah, there's one thing like, it's one thing to learn like textbook Spanish. Um, and yeah, like, as you said, like, you know how to order coffee, you know how to get a table for two, you know how to get a beer. Um, and like, those are the things that are going to get you like um, by if you're, if you're in a, in a Spanish speaking country, because if you're going to a place where tourism is a big thing, they're probably going to have like English signs and everything. Right. Um, so you well like not you per se but like as a person that doesn't really need spanish to survive or to like get by um it's something that you don't really need so that you don't really use it so your brain is like i'm not gonna remember this okay um but then i guess when you move someplace that um you have to learn spanish because you have to because it's the only one that you're going to survive and and you've been there for so long so like you're bound to like um like get something from the language Uh then yeah you'll use it and then you'll remember it because it's something that you will be using every single day of your life and i think it's the same like and that's why like for me language again like english like spanish now it's like I speak Spanish, like when I speak with my family and I'm like, am I like saying the right things? Like, am I speaking like, like Spanish in like, how am I supposed to speak it? Because like, it seems kind of weird to me. They're like, yeah, it's fine. But you sound, you do sound kind of weird sometimes. And it's because of that. Like, I don't, I, I use Spanish very often, but I use English more than I use Spanish now. 
Right. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. I could see that because, you know, being where you're at and what you do for work and everything. Um, I find it fascinating that in, um, I find it fascinating when Anglos like myself think that you have to say certain words in Spanish with an accent in order for them to be correct. Nothing drives me more insane than when I'm watching like a newscast and you'll have the whitest person in America telling a story, a news story. And then they'll say, and later today or earlier today, there was a storm in Costa Rica. Like all of a sudden now you have like, you're what you fluent? Like what, what the hell is that? Why? Like they put an accent on things. Have you ever seen that? Does it drive you nuts? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But when I, like when I say things like Costa Rica, sometimes people don't understand it. And it's like, how, okay. What if I say Costa Rica? And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it now. (laughs) Well, it's one thing when here's the thing. And first of all, show off. Second of all, it's one thing when you do it because yeah, for a hundred reasons, but to watch some guy on TV who, you know, is just as white as a sheet, all of a sudden break into an accent just to say the name of something. It drives me insane. Like everybody knows you're like, just don't, don't do that. Don't, (laughs) don't be that guy because, and it's, and I I think it's kind of insulting in a way because it's like, don't, I don't know. It's just this fake accent thing. And it just drives me nuts. (laughs) I have trouble with pronunciation in most of the English language. So when I try to go into other things, um, I just, I always feel like I'm accenting it wrong and it's just, I'm really butchering it. Um, La Quinta is one, which I know I'm screwing up, but the check, right? Is it check? Yeah. La La Quinta. La Quinta. See, I know I'm butchering that. I know what I'm asking for, but I know, see, see, I can get a beer. I can, I can get a table. I can get a beer and I can get the check. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Because you don't want to get in trouble for nothing. Yeah, I'm going to need that check. Um, <laughs> well, I went, I mean, I spent a little time in um, down at Playa del Carmen. Um, mm-hmm. I was there for about 10 days. And again, you know, it was a resort and, of course, English and so on and so forth. But it was what, it was important to me to try to at least learn a little bit and try to understand, you know, um, because and this is something else I wanted to ask you about because you talk about in your podcast, you talk about like when people travel and learning the language and learning, you know, and kind of embracing the language of where you're going. I think that's important. I think it's, it's not only it's a sign of respect, but I think it's also, I think it's super egotistical when people force their own way yeah on somebody else you know what i mean and i think if you at least make the attempt or try to not be a dink it it, it speaks to at least that you're trying to be respectful of you know yeah the things you know right i mean yeah (laughs) Yeah, I I like I get what you're saying and I see it a lot over here. I because like we are we're super close to the border. Like we're we're like Vancouver is here and then we have like Bellingham, like Washington State, um, like right underneath us. And when people from states come here, they're like they expect to and this is just like something like very, very small um they try to pay with like u.s dollars and like some people are like we don't take that here and they're like what what do you mean you don't take u.s dollars right. <laughs> um so it is like I, I i think that we're in the 21st century like you just you just have to google things you know like do they take u.s dollars in canada right <laughs> yeah um That's- so i think it's like it's so I think it's more like you choose to be an in- ignorant, like if you do that, mm-hmm. if you do those kinds of things, or you just truly like completely missed it because like you were worried about like other stuff, like planning other stuff for your trip, which is also, it's 
it's okay. <laughs> um, but I, I feel that if, if people like try to correct you or they try to teach you some things, like it's better for you to be like open to, to, you know, to that correction or, or whatever it is, than to just like get offended. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Absolutely. It does. So what are the things that we are never going to be allowed to say that are super offensive that we should never say? Now you got to give me the super offensive. Like now you got to educate me. What do I do? What am I not supposed to talk about? What am I not supposed to say? Like, uh, you can just talk about whatever you want. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like if in learning the language. No, no, no. Because I now you got to teach me the like offensive what, like, stuff. What do you mean? What do you mean? So, like, you, like so, in what sense? So, like for instance, so I fly down to Venezuela because your mom said, "All right, I'm gonna feed you because <laughs> you need to eat real food." <laughs> and I'm at dinner. What is an, a pronunciation that I'm likely to screw up? That's going to offend somebody so if i'm gonna oh so what are some things there's nothing i could say that would come off as being oh he said that really wrong oh please i I can butcher i can butcher a regular sentence who are you trying to kid (laughs) no but like i don't i don't think we're gonna take it as offensive like if anything we would think it's funny (laughs) okay so what's the funny offense what's the funny phrase i'm gonna say at dinner that's gonna bust everybody up what is the most, well, like, if you've, you've, li- you've heard people try to speak Spanish. Yeah, I've heard people try to speak Spanish and it's like every, every, everyone like butchers it different. And I, it's, it's so funny because like my two best friends, like they, they have, um, one of them is married and then she's married to a, to a white guy and he tries to like speak Spanish, but he butchers it. And it's just hilarious. Like we just laugh. It's like so hard. And then sometimes even we like, take on that word and like start using it in like in our day to day. <laughs> so like nothing that you say is going to be like really offensive. Um, it's just going to be funny. <laughs> so, okay. So here you go. You're going to teach me Spanish right now. Is it caca yeah. or caca? Is it caca or is it like, cause I'm going to tell you what there's okay, but th- that you're saying like two words, C A G A, which is, Caga, which means like to poop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then there's C A C A, which is caca, which just means poop. <laughs> so caga is to uh, yeah. to poop. Yeah, to poop. <laughs> and caca is poop. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. See, these are the things I need to know. That is awesome. So, okay. Wait, no, we're not done. Now we're on a track. Okay. So. Is it, so is it, okay, wait, I have to get this right because I always screw this up. (laughs) So if someone says, so I always get a kick out of when people say, no habla English. Isn't that, I don't speak English? Yeah. So why would you tell somebody I don't, like, so if I say no hablo espanol, that is, I don't speak Spanish, right? Yeah. So I've actually heard people say, like, when they're, like, trying to talk to them, they'll say, yeah, no hablo English. I'm like, you're speaking English, fool. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean? Because we get that backwards. <laughs> well, yeah, we get that backwards. We, like, because we're, like, trying to say that we don't speak Spanish, but we're saying we don't speak English, but we actually do i've heard people do that all the time and i'm like yeah we're not making any sense no wonder everybody's looking at us weird um <laughs> what is what is an actual greeting because and and here's where it gets me in trouble because oh <laughs> so when i did have a halfway understanding of spanish the problem is i have just enough to introduce myself just enough to ask how you're doing but the minute you reply, I'm screwed because I have no idea what you're saying. So like I would do. And then the other thing was, and I'm going to kind of embarrass myself a little bit. There's not a Spanish word for Earl. No. So in Spanish class, you know how they do where everybody has to introduce themselves and it's, you know, Miyamo, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
So my Spanish teacher's like, yeah, they don't have a word for Earl. You don't, Earl's not a word. And I'm like, well, then what am I supposed to do? So then she asked me my middle name. <laughs> which I never use and very few people know except for now because I'm going to embarrass myself right here you're welcome guys you're welcome yeah. to all your listeners yeah exactly all my listeners because of you so my middle name is Frederick okay so any guesses Federico bingo so now <laughs> I go from being this guy who doesn't have a name to like all of a sudden I'm Don Juan DeMarco where it's like me amo Federico and it's like no that is like the worst sounding thing ever it, it sounds terrible it sounds like I should have a thin mustache and be in adult films I feel like you should have like a hat like a, like a hat from El Zorro oh my God. <laughs> right me amo Isn't, but it's terrible it's like I'm I felt dirty even saying it. Like, I'm like, this is not good. So I'm like, isn't there a short version for Fred? No. There's not. Fede. Yeah. Which, yeah, I couldn't say. Smarty. Um, But yeah, it's, but you see what I'm saying? So like, there's day one of Spanish class. We're going to say your name. Oh, you don't have one. Where am I supposed to go with that? Right? And then it's Federico. So is it, so like, I'm gonna so like you ask somebody, and I guess my question is, you can tell when somebody's trying to talk to you in Spanish but isn't very good at it, right? Like they're making the attempt, but obviously, yeah, they're just doing their best. <laughs> so why do you have to answer at four hundred miles an hour? <laughs> I. I am guilty of that yes. because I speak at, <laughs> I speak very, very fast and I speak even faster in Spanish. Um, and sometimes I think that I'm, that I'm speaking, like I'm talking very slow, but slow for me, it's like still like super fast for you. But okay, <laughs> but that's the point, but you know, the guy's trying and he doesn't like, he doesn't know how to speak Spanish, but you answer and it's just rattling off. And I'm like, and then I, at one point, I literally looked at a friend of mine one time and I said, what did I ask? Like, cause it's just so fast and it just goes and it's like. And like, if it goes, like we, we can't stop. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know it gets, it gets, it gets pretty out of hand when, when you're, I, we're going to do, which is faster. Okay. <laughs> If you're talking in Spanish and you're super excited about something or oh. you're super pissed about something, which is faster? I think when I'm excited, it's it's faster. Yeah. Okay. Which is more pronounced? So, for instance, you're excited. Oh. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, because... I've heard both didn't understand a word of each and I didn't ask, <laughs> but I've heard both both. And it does seem like being excited in Spanish is super fast, but super pissed. Everything is enunciated. <laughs> like, like you're going to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and there's yeah. <laughs> right. It's like this is why I'm pissed. <laughs> you're gonna know if you didn't. Yeah. If you didn't know, yeah, you're gonna I mean, know. We're like we're happy, just celebrate. Doesn't matter what we're happy about. Right, right. But if yeah. we're pissed, yeah, you better duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, that's one thing I've learned over time. Um, before I let you go, because I. First of all, this is I've been so great and you are so wonderful, but I have this is something I ask all my guests is what is the next evolution of you? Like what's next for you? Definitely I'm recording more podcast episodes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um I don't know. I I want to take this business uh, as a full-time business. Um, 
maybe a year from now, who knows? <laughs> and I want to travel. I want to actually go back home <laughs> for for like three weeks, two weeks. Not to stay forever. Oh God, no. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 it's a great place to visit. Um it's a great place to visit, but yeah. I think I would like I would be like if I go there right now, I would be a hundred percent a tourist. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't been there in so long. So like I think it 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 must have changed. Or if it didn't change, then <laughs> then yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. yeah like right. it, like I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to like act or behave as a local anymore right 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 no no i i I can understand that do you when you get you know big and famous and you've got these great shows and you've had all these wonderful guests (laughs) are you still going to remember the little shows that got you there or are you completely right you're writing those (laughs) off like you're like god that was that show and that guy God, what the hell was that thing? I don't even remember. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to write us off, right? I mean, you're going to, you know, no, remember no. the little people right? when you're famous. When you're Kardashian famous. Oh my God. I, I don't want to become famous. I can't believe you actually said that. I'm like, when you actually were describing, and I'm not going to go into the great details. That's for people to listen to your show. But the qualifications to be Kardashian, I was just literally in my mind. Well, I was laughing in the car, but in my mind, I'm like, you've got to be joking. Like, you're from Venezuela. Like Kardashians <laughs> ain't got nothing on you guys. And you're like, oh yeah, we got we have certain criteria. And I'm like, get out of here. Like, really? It just blew me away. I was like, whatever. Um, tell my people how do they find you? Where do they find you? Where do we find you? Um, I'm on Instagram all the time. Um, so I um you can reach me on my business um Instagram, which is at Mafia the VA. Um, I also have a personal Instagram, which is Mafe Salazar. Um, I hang out in both of them all the time and that's where people can find me and my DMs are always open. So if you have any questions, requests, slide into my DMs. (laughs) Exactly. And just so you know, it's M-A-F-E Salazar. That's important to try to find her. Let me tell you, because if you do M-I-M-A-M, no, no, no. You have to do M-A-F-E. Yeah. <laughs> and I was really kind of surprised. I didn't realize a common name. What does that mean, by the way? I was going to ask you that. What does that mean? So it's it's not my actual name. It's just my nickname. So it is the combination of my first name and my middle name. So my first name is Maria, which is where the M-A comes from. And then my middle name is Fernanda, which is where the F-E comes from. Oh. <laughs> But I don't like to be called just Maria, so like that's why I go by Mafe. There, well, no, it's no, and it's great. I just okay. I'm not gonna lie. I thought maybe it had some huge cultural meaning, like <laughs> you know, the sun rises on the temple at noon or something like that. Like if you Google it, it's like a South African dish. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone if that's okay with you. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that. Um, and then your podcast, of course, is. The Spanglish Show, right? And that's on Instagram, or it's on Instagram. now. Yeah. It is on Spotify and on Apple, and then I'm just taking a little break right now, but I will come back with more episodes. I And for anybody who's listening, please, please go stop, say, listen to her. Um, make sure you tell her um, hi. Um, and if you do me a big favor, if you stop by and say hi to her, just let her know that you, you know, heard her on the Edited for Content show and let her know because... I really want her to think that this was valued time because she took it away from her puppy and I don't want it to be, it, it's all about the puppy. I'm more worried about the puppy time and just make sure that you stop by and say hi. Um, and also please let me know how you feel about swimwear. <laughs> yeah. And please let her know how you feel about, feel about swimwear. You know, that's something I'm expecting in the comments to be like, why were you so obsessed with the swimwear? You really need to listen to the episode. When you listen yeah. to the episode, it totally makes sense. But it was just such a cultural, because you really, you really are, you really have these really in-depth, fascinating conversations with these people with travel and culture and things. And then out of the blue was this episode about swimwear, which, and you start all your episodes the same. I, you know, we're here to talk about, you know, immigration and the challenges in, in, you know, fitting in and that kind of thing. And I'm just like, 
Really? Swimwear? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so yes, please listen to that episode. In fact, I'm going to look right now. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, you probably know which one number it is without me even looking, but I'm going to tell them. Um, what number. It's a solo episode. I, I have to look up my own podcast. Well, I, I'm, I'm looking right now because I am trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. It says, I got to go, go to show here. It is episode number. Um, Oh, Privilege Passport. That was a good one, too. We talked about that. Language barriers. Um, Perspective of of Latin American beauty standards. Yes. Episode number five. Number five, yes. Yes. (laughs) Episode number five. Um, If you listen to no other episodes, actually, please listen to all the other ones and then listen to episode number five. Please don't listen to episode number five first. Save that for later Um, (laughs) because I don't want no judging. Um, But I want. But yes, um, it was really great. You've been great. I can't thank you enough for doing this. Um, When you're big and famous again, please, like I said, don't forget to, you know, the little people, um, you know, (laughs) and um, if you ever do come to the States um, and you're in ever, ever in Arizona, my wife, I'm going to tell you right now, she's as white as a sheet, (laughs) but she makes, um, oh, I just stroked out and she's going to kill me. <laughs> she makes the best. Oh, we have oh my goodness. We we have it for Christmas. I'll edit. I'll cut out the blank. I'll have it. I'll edit that out. We have it for Christmas. It's got sausage and um saffron and um shrimp and paella. paella. Yes. Paella. She makes the most amazing paella. Uh- <laughs> if you're ever here you are more than welcome we'll do I will. Pa- we'll do paella <laughs> hey Errol can I have some paella <laughs> absolutely it, it's truly it's really it's and we actually do it for because it's really a great social dish so we do it for like holidays like if her dad's here for like Christmas Eve or her mom's here for the hol- you know like a, whatever um, because you just kind of you can pick at it you just have a nice glass of wine like a lot of food. <laughs> well, and that's that's the thing. There's just two of us. So to just make paella because yeah. it doesn't keep it doesn't really keep well. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It has to be eaten. So unless we get a group of people together, it's just not worth it. But yeah, we'll do the paella thing. You can teach us Spanglish. We'll show you how bad we are at it. Um, <laughs> Of course, I'm not gonna lie. Three, four bottles of wine into me and my wife, we'll probably oh, be fluent. Well, f- yeah, please, hundred percent. Please, absolutely. <laughs> it's like we'll do a whole episode in just Spanish. Yes, and then we'll play it three days later and be like, "Oh my God, what were we saying? <laughs> what was that? That's not even a word. That's not even a language. I don't know what that is." Or just give me an idea. Maybe I should do a tipsy episode. <laughs> right. I want. Actually, that was what one. I'm glad you brought that up. You have to do an episode with your roommate. <laughs> well, actually, my um, the episode that is like my one of my BFFs like interviews me. It was supposed to be uh, both of them, but she's like, "No, I like I I can't. Like, I'm too embarrassed to do it." Because <laughs> you talk about her, and I'm like, "You have to do at some point. It has to happen." So you do the tipsy Spanish roommate episode. Yes. Maybe I'll do that. And you should do an episode with the husband who doesn't do well with the Spanish. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's 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 just money. That's got money written all over it. I will. You know dang good well that's going to be big. <laughs> Maffy, thank you so much. You take care of yourself. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> you've been listening to the Edited for Content podcast. Again, if you enjoyed it, let me know, share it, and come back again. Thanks for listening, my friend. Have a great day.